And a good morning. Welcome into In Focus on News Radio KMAN. It is a Wednesday morning, the fourth Wednesday of the month, which typically we wouldn't have USD 3 to 3 in studio, but it's March. So it's uh, a little different because we had spring break in there. Assistant Superintendent Eric Reed joining us here in the studio. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Brandon. And board member Jamie Morris Hardiman. Good morning. Good to talk to both of you here. Did you guys have a good spring break? It was a busy spring break. Was it? Mine was pretty relaxing. I didn't have ah. a lot going on. Well, yeah, there's uh, there's always something to do. Always, always something to do. But it, it it was fun. It was a good time for our groups, our our kids and staff to have a break. For the most part, the office gets a little quiet that week, so I I appreciate that as well. I always feel like once you get through spring break, the the downhill uh, slide begins. It goes so fast. Yeah, I, know. I would say downhill ninety miles an hour with your hair on fire. That's that's the last nine weeks and. <laughs> And just a lot of things trying to throw in your field trips, got uh, spring activities, you got a lot of things you're working through. And then, then you throw in the weather, too. You know, we've had a, we had a weather complicator in since spring sports started. It's hard to get outside when it's pouring rain down all the time. Or snowing. <laughs> or snowing. Or in, in insert, you know, chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what happens. Well, the good news is, uh, you know, we uh, since, since we've last had you guys on here, um, COVID pandemic seems to be uh, settling a little bit here. Uh, things are uh, looking a lot better. Um, I know the masks have come off in the schools. Of course, they are optional here for uh, students and staff if they want to. Uh, but uh, numbers-wise, uh, from what I'm talking to, all the area districts, uh, they haven't seen a whole lot of cases lately. Yeah, it, it, it's been really good, and we've been really appreciative. I think uh, I think we're still taking it. Seriously, I think we're still taking steps in there, so it's not like we're declaring it over and planting our flag, um, but also we're moving forward reasonably and safely. And I, I appreciate everybody's efforts, and that, that's a community thing, not just a school thing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you get the school board does meet tonight. There's a work session at 530, uh, talking over a mission and goals, and then the regular business meeting at 630. I think it's interesting because the consent agenda – uh, has some uh, interesting information on it, including uh, the adoption of the new calendar for the upcoming school year, which a lot of people will be interested in. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and we did first action on the calendar, so it's it's our second reading of the calendar, and since it was unanimous, it goes on to consent. Um, trying to find that in my packet, make sure I get the date correctly. But it looks like an August 17th start is what's being proposed um, through May 19th, so... Yeah, the calendar is always something people want to get out in front. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people would actually like us to be way ahead on that calendar, but it's with with construction and, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that make that in the air and coming back and changing a calendar can be very difficult. I think COVID proved that as well. Um, when, when we had to adjust that calendar mid-year, it, it threw a lot of people off. But, hey, we, well, we, we plan, we do this, we, we do that. So anytime you got to change a calendar, it's kind of crazy. So we really try to stick with it the very best we can. Absolutely. Yeah, I was on a Zoom thing last night for the middle schools for the orientation and whatnot, and there's a lot of questions that came up about the, right. the calendar. So yep. uh, good to know. The uh, donations and grants, do you want to – should we start off with that here, or do you want to talk about announcements? Um, no, donations and grants will be fine. Give me just a second. I'll get to that part of the packet as well. I think I have it uh, printed out here too if you want. Oh, you're awesome. Look at you. You're faster than I am. I have <laughs> it on my phone, so I have to scroll. Um, yeah, we have three donations this time, um, $500 from Gould Evans to Manhattan High School for faculty supplies, $500 from the Kansas Envirothon to Manhattan High for classroom supplies, 
and a $500 cash grant from the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation for the Interpersonal Skills Program, which I love that program. That's a program that pairs um, kids that have special needs with peer mentors, and they do a variety of different projects and some community service and just a, a really cool program. So yeah, glad to my, see that donation. My daughter's in IPS this year, so she's she's loving it. It's one of her favorites. Oh, my gosh, yeah, my older son was hours. in that class, too, and loved that as well. So. Yeah, definitely a great a great program started by my dear friend Barbara Crooks, who's now retired. Very cool. Well, always a pleasure to see all the uh, giving that takes place in this community, and uh, there's a lot of it here. So uh, thank you to everybody who donates. Uh, announcements. Uh, what are some announcements we got? Well, one of them you brought up already. Last night they had the informational meeting for incoming sixth graders. So if you have um, a child who will be a sixth grader next year and you missed the presentation last night, you can just contact your future middle school, and they'll send you a link for that one. Um, so, Brandon, did you find that useful? I did. Yeah, there was about 200 people on it last night, so I'm, I know a lot of people took part. Yeah, probably about half then. That's pretty good. That's so. pretty good. Yeah. Was it just your building? Uh, no. Or was it both? It was both buildings. Yeah, that's, so. yeah, that's really half. pretty good attendance. So, mm-hmm. But if you missed it, don't hesitate to reach out and get that, get that link. Um, we also have kindergarten orientation coming up, which is always a – a sad time of the year for me because it's like been forever since my child was a kindergartner now that I'll have a ninth grader next year. But um, if you're going to have a child who's five years old by August 31st, then kindergarten orientation is Thursday, April 7th from 6 to 7 p.m. at all of the elementary schools, all 10 of them across the district. Um, So parent guardians and the kindergartners get to come, future kindergartners, and see the classrooms, meet the teachers, participate in fun activities, Um, If you're not sure what school your child's going to attend, transportation can help you out with that. So you can give them a call at 785-587-2190. So we've got that coming up. And then the MHS Orchestra left today for um, travel to New Orleans. They are stopping at the University of Memphis to participate in a clinic and listen to their orchestra. They're going to perform the national anthem at the Pelicans versus Spurs NBA game on March 26th. They get to attend several musical concerts while they're in New Orleans, and they're going to tour the Oklahoma City University. So safe travels to them as they get on their way on the bus. My cousin's daughter is in the orchestra, and she had a picture on Facebook this morning of her all bundled up on the bus with her friends heading heading out. So exciting stuff for the the high school orchestra. And I only disagree with you on one thing, because kindergarten roundup is exciting, and it's (laughs) ready to see who's ready for kindergarten. It's so fun. I I remember (laughs) that day so clearly in my mind. So it just always comes around, and it's like, how's my child so old? (laughs) (laughs) Agree. Yeah. Agree on both parts. Yes. No, it is exciting. And so for those of you with future kindergartners, it is an incredibly exciting time. And kindergarten is fabulous. And we have great kindergarten teachers across the district. So you should be thrilled about your kids going to kindergarten. Just when your kids get to be older, you're going to look back on it and think, wow, that happened really fast. Well, I, I, have, a, I have a student going into sixth grade and a student yep. going into kindergarten. So uh, I'll be going to both of these orientations. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting because uh, a lot of folks maybe who have a first-time student – don't know what they need to bring. Do they need anything specific to bring or just themselves to these orientations? I, I think we have posted what needs to be brought. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but we we need I, some identifying information. Yeah, I think when we went, it was birth certificate. And if you have your immunization records, I think they collected a copy of that that night as well, if you have those available. It, it just saves you some time um, uh, from doing that in August when things are a little even more chaotic. Yeah. Right. And I know they announced last night <clears throat> that uh, if anyone who's on the Zoom call – that that's not the only time you're going to get to orientate with uh, the middle schools. Um, I, I know they're planning some trips, I think, in April and, and May. 
uh, from all the feeder schools into Eisenhower and Anthony. Yeah, and I think that's really great that they get the chance to do that. Um, my kiddo missed out on that because of COVID. That was the COVID mm. year where they didn't get to do that. So I love the idea of, of kids getting to go and visit the school and see what it actually is all about because it's a, a different setup. It is. Yeah. All right. Well, again, we've got Eric Reed and Jamie Morris-Hardeman here joining us on In Focus. We're going to step aside our first break of the program. We'll come back and get into some more items of note here from the meeting tonight when we return on News Radio KMAN. 